get this party going. Go live now. Get this right here. And here we go. All right, I'm now live. Good afternoon, everyone. Wow, what a late afternoon. <coughs> Excuse me, it's way past one. I'm almost an hour and a half late for my Tech Tuesday because my flight was quite delayed and tardy. So I'm so sorry, but good afternoon nonetheless. Better be late than be the late. So I'm here in beautiful San Francisco. I'll be heading over to Silicon Valley on an energy conference that I'm speaking at tomorrow. So I had to come on. Um, I'm in the constructive ruckus. How have you been, sir? I'm in San Francisco. Just arrived. Hyperdrive says Willie. Greetings, Carlos. Good seeing you. Good afternoon. Ui Parse 24. I think you had a very good question, which is nice. Lucas is asking, hey, BC, how busy are you? Extremely busy. And for those of you on YouTube, thank you so much for joining me here in the Bay Area in San Francisco. I'll be heading uh, this afternoon to Silicon Valley to do a tech conference, which is around energy and mobility. So I just arrived. My flight was really delayed. Hello, AJ. I know you're so late for you out there in the UK. So I'm so sorry that I came so late for you. Um, ah, Oli from Germany. Good seeing you as well. Thanks for joining me. Greetings, DM Essler. DM Slur, I think that's how you say it. And thank you so much, guys, for joining me today on this Tech Tuesday. The F, very slowly, only because Mark 5 Andrew is asking. We have five cars to build for SEMA. We have maybe five more weeks left before SEMA. And guess how many are done? Zero. Kevin is saying I'm running way late. Yes. Kevin, I'm supposed to arrive here at 12.15, 12.17 to be able to run down here to baggage claim and grab my bag and interact with you uh, before 12.30 as I committed to. But we were so delayed. I, get, I don't know if it was something mechanical or what was going on. I had, we were sitting on the tarmac, and I sent a quick, quick note to you guys on Instagram. We were sitting on the tarmac for 45 minutes. So that's how late I got, you know? I'm in the Bay Area, Leo, until... Thursday and then I fly back to Los Angeles for breakfast believe it or not after working out I just had a handful of nuts um, it was like a, a nut medley with they had uh, different types of nuts and some cranberry so that's what I have for breakfast unfortunately you know Taylor saying my scarf is a 10 to 10 thank you so much um, just prepared for the evenings here that are a little bit chilly it's actually quite a little bit colder here than it was in Ontario when I left you know it's pretty cool you know Yes, corrupt. Um, that's why I'm here. I'm here to lend my engineering interaction and expertise to the future mobility. So I'll let you guys know what we discuss when we're done. But it should be a very exciting conference. And I'm, I'm very excited as well. There are a lot of people um, from government that are around. There's some good partners here, everything from Ericsson to Amazon to Uber. There are quite a few companies that are involved with this, you know? Um, right now, Kevin is asking where am I going. From the airport, I'm going to head to my hotel and prepare, you know? Um, not Ontario, Canada. We're in Ontario, California. Hello, Shell. Good seeing you. Thanks for joining, Shell. I'm just here. Just arrived right now, which is pretty cool. And um, guys, once again, thank you so much. You are just absolutely fantastic. It's, it's amazing that I had the opportunity in this country to be able to have fun, race, build, tune, create, design. And then now to be part of this energy summit. It's like a dream come true. Energy summit that's around the future of mobility. So I'm very excited about that, you know? Sony's asking, would I ever build a first gen 3 series, E21? Nothing in the cards right now. 
Um, there's so many 911s that are on my radar, plus finishing up with testing with the wagon. In addition to that, getting the insight ready. It won't be much very soon. Um, thank you so much, Michelle. Appreciate that, you know. Uh, put that on a shirt. Maybe I should. <laughs> thank you so much, Celestan AR. Appreciate the kind words. Appreciate that indeed. Um, thank you for joining the Flask Club. EF Sedan Build. I've been thinking about that. As a matter of fact, Kevin and I have been tossing that around. But if it does happen at all, it won't be this year. Maybe next year. Definitely the year after, if it does happen. But nothing, nothing short term, you know? Krupp saying, us F23 guys need more parts and support. F23 guys, you know you're a court guys, I love you. And I really hone my teeth in single cam performance. So when it comes to F23, I'll share with you what we have available. Camshafts, valve train, pistons, rods, sleeving services, head porting services, intake manifolds, exhaust manifolds, clutches, lubricants. What do you need? It's all there. Even if you want something as crazy as the Quasio gearbox, we can have our friends from Quave whip something up for you. So there's a lot out there. Let me know what you need or go on our site and see what's going on. Dr. Azuni, good seeing you, Dr. Ahmed, good seeing you. Hope all is well. I'm in San Francisco. And Doctor, we have a lot to talk about when you come to the U.S. again. I don't know if you're coming to SEMA this year, but if you do, we have a ton to discuss. It's going to be absolutely amazing, you know? Hello, Corrupt Nation 305. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. I'm sorry that I'm so late. And I'm sure it's reflected in all the numbers of you guys joining today because I usually do this during lunch on the West Coast. And I missed it because my flight was delayed. So I sincerely apologize. And I won't hold you guys up too much today for that uh, challenge in air transportation. What's my favorite car? ATH is asking. From what I built, I can't divide them into three. My favorite in terms of how popular it is, of course, is the Odyssey. My favorite in terms of fun, that center seat boxman, where I took a box drill and put a carbon fiber Cayman roof, and just, that thing is so much fun, it's amazing. And just in terms of just sheer sleeper and madness, it's kind of almost a tray between the blue Porsche and the blue wagon. Thank you so much, IXA. Appreciate the kind words. Um, any plans to do a new NSX? Absolutely. So Celestone, you've seen that we've had probably over half a dozen NSXs of the NC1, which is the newer version, come through our facility. We're currently in discussions with Acura to make some things happen. So don't be surprised. I will make something happen for you guys. So um, hang in there. Is the wagon all-wheel drive? Great question, Import Auto Pros. My first one that I built in 2007 was not. It was a front-wheel drive D16Z6 setup, which netted a 724 horsepower, exceeded our expectations. I treated that pretty much as a large, naturally aspirated setup that was boosted, and it worked well. We created tons of products, camshafts, valve train. Till date, there's no camshaft that outperforms the BC Motor Level 3.6 and 2.4. Um, some people try to copy it without success, and it's done better than anything out there. Then today, as we uh, said, yes, it was converted to all-wheel drive with the newer setup. So instead of an 88 wagon, I now have a 90. And that one has components from the second-generation CRV, hence creating all-wheel drive on demand, you know? Do I offer two JZ parts? Yes, we do. What we do have um, are intake heating gaskets, pistons, rods, and valve train. So if you need any of those, we can help you. Do I like the Mustang? Yes, I do, especially the current generation. We did build an EcoBoost about three years ago, which is pretty nice, which I think we're getting rid of nowadays. But uh, yes, I do. It's, it's cool, but it's not something that I look forward to in terms of a performance build. There are many other options at price range that I find quite appealing, especially with multiple 
propulsion opportunities like overdrive you know um portion cake take on review bro that's a great you know what i'm a sucker for the take on and i would love to review it without having access to it but how can i do that justice give me a little bit of time when it hits the market let me get one of them and we'll do a proper review and i'll put that out for you okay no problem you know um why are you airing because i'm from uk why am why are you airing cuz i don't understand what you mean james Please, please uh, share that again. Um, STI Builders asking, when are we going to build a Subaru? <laughs> STI, that's great. I know I met you in SoCal recently. Your car is absolutely spectacular. I have a lot on my plate. If you ever come to our facility, and Kevin can attest to this, I have projects after projects after projects. Anything that will expedite that is if we somehow got um, some sort of partnership with Subaru. That will expedite things very quickly because as you can imagine, as you know, STI Builder firsthand, very expensive to be those things, you know. X Hunter, hi Beast, I was the one who waved at you on a 63. I was wondering who that was. I'm like, who's that waving at me? I mean, are you pointing at something else? We're waving at someone else. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I didn't even know you recognized me there. Thank you so much, you know. Um, MPV, not unless Mazda okays it and has me do something new and vintage, which I love doing with OEMs, you know. Um, Yes, I agree, James. The Taycan is really nice. Um, but I heard a rumor um, about their performance at the Nürburgring that uh, Tesla just tested recently and destroyed it by 20 seconds. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting race when it comes to performance EVs. I look forward to what the future has in store. Build an M4, says Alex. Now, I assume you mean BMW M4. And once again, that can happen if we end up working with OEMs. The OEMs make things very good for us. Um, they help offset a lot of the cost. They provide us data that we need to be able to create new products. And it, it allows me the, the creativity to build something old and vintage and something new and combining some of the technology from those two. You know, putting some elements of the old into the new and taking some of the technology from the new and putting it into the old is something I really enjoy thoroughly. So I would definitely keep it posted as we secure these relationships with major OEMs as time progresses, you know? What did you have on your first CRX 1.5 all-motor? Do you, what do you recommend? I have two products right now. What killer kabah is asking, great question. That car was amazing. Um, my CRX was really, okay. Um, one thing that uh, was very exciting for me with the CRX was being able to create a lot of products from when I was a student to when I graduated. That engine I used, I de-stroked it because I wanted to take advantage of the full high RPM power, as you know. Getting air into the engine with the appropriate amount of fuel is a way, the key way to make power. So being able to buzz the engine was a good way of doing that. My compression was 18.4 to 1, which is extremely high, but allowed me to get the thermal efficiency that allowed me to do great things. Very large camshafts, around 50 millimeter DCOSP carburetors on the side. Um, a custom header with a post chamber, the early, early designs of post chamber technology at the time. Um, I had a simple ignition system that was distributed with an MSD Digital 6 and we got that to 238 to the wheels and it ran 10.7 at 124 NA which is great so the one thing about the D series is that because the ports are limited you cannot make a ton of power compared to a B or an H or a K or an F but the thing because of the lightweight assemblies buzzed like crazy the thing revved if you ever watched my runs it was amazing and with the post chamber technology it was so quiet People say, how does that thing go so fast when it's so quiet? But it was, it was a lot of fun, you know? Hello, Black Cum of Techie. Good seeing you. And just to give you a full snap, choose the right parts the first time out, you know? 
Kevin is asking, when's the inside build going to start? Kevin, I am so slammed with what I'm doing here and getting ready for SEMA. It may have to wait until after the first week of November, to be honest with you. I just, I don't have time to spare to build my insights when we have the three uh, privateer projects and the two OEM projects to build and none of them are done and we're, I've been, you know, you should join us. I've been at, at the office at night until like 10 p.m. almost every night, which is pretty crazy, you know? Mark and Mark 5 Andrew is saying 18.41, that's amazing. Yes, it was, but you know what? It was um, very difficult because Bear in mind that the Honda engines are really mass production engines, so that being said, it's very difficult to make things as precise as they want from factory. They were never meant to be race setups or race engines. So I will call you, Kevin. So that being said, imagine the core shifts that can exist in the combustion chambers, and I saw that. So when I had Barry from Tron Pistons make me these pistons, you digitizing one combustion chamber, when I put it into my engine, I noticed that some of my cylinders would hit the head just because of the sheer, you know, experiences I had with core shift on the head. So I had to use Dicom on the pistons, turn it over, contact, and then massage the pistons by hand for each combustion chamber. And there are times I had maybe 50 thou from the combustion chamber to the piston just to get that compression I needed and to get the clearance I needed so I don't contact. It was amazing, you know? Um, Street King Racing saying he sent me an email praying we get hundreds of emails. Um, so, um, yes, if you send to my personal or my lab, then I should be able to get to it. But I get, today alone, um, looking at my stuff, I had, just my flight from Ontario to here in San Francisco, an hour and a half, I had 32 emails coming. That's how crazy it gets. So, please forgive me. I'll try and get to it as soon as I can. Daniel from Brazil. Good seeing you. How are you? Good seeing you indeed. I see what you, Kenny G. Ah! From Nigeria, well, good seeing you, my brother. I hope things day can be. Hmm? Um, two years, American Sun does nothing over than watch cars on YouTube, chooses to play only with toy cars, organized cars, some parts. I like to encourage him. What can I do? Oh, you're two year old. Okay. So you're trying to get him more into vehicles, take him to events. I didn't have that experience, but I have friends who, and I've done that with my own son who's very young. If you take them to events, if you're in California, which I don't know if you are, that Hoonigan Burnyard they have every first Saturday of the month is amazing. It can really get people excited about motorsports, even though it's more towards drifting, but you can appreciate the technology, the sounds, the smells of burning rubber and so on and so forth. It's amazing. Take them to local events, take them to the local drag strip, to a race track, get them involved in karting. Um, but so far as a two-year-old, take them to events. That is a big one, you know? Omni GLHS plays motorsports asking. I love those. Those are cool, but not much support. Those are old school. So maybe when I make it big, I may make one of those on one of my, uh, how should I say, passion cars, which would be pretty good, eh? Um, high Class Customs saying, are you ready to hang out? I will be in Vegas for SEMA. <laughs> You're in Montreal. Okay, that's a bit of a trek from California. But if there are any local events, whether it's drifting, road racing, expose them to that. Get them out there, even at that young age. And before you know it, he'll start as two years of saying vroom, vroom, like my son does, and get a kick out of it, you know? Uh, street race, Kate Stooking Race is asking, also a question, was the Datsun 240 at Spocom, was it the same car in Hyperdrive? Yes, it was. So, you see how beautiful it looked at Spocom? That was after a ton of damage on that show. 
And luckily, our friends from SOS Customs, Saul and Oscar, got that thing back together very quickly. So that was really a really uh, tough event on cars. Some cars didn't even make the cut because they just got trashed before the shooting started during practice. But you know what? They got signed for season two. It should be exciting. And yes, it was the same car. You know? Thank you so much, Hindsight, for the kind words. Appreciate that. Appreciate that indeed. Black Come of Teggy says, I was looking at your site and found some rods for the K20, but nothing in low compression pistons. Any idea where we can find some? We can make it for you. So what I typically have on the site for your, any of the engine combinations are pretty much factory standard like shelf piston compressions and bore size. If you want anything bespoke, let us know. Call in to 888-922-6686 or, you know, give us a call or write to us. Uh, especially the sales department will get you going, you know. Uh, when are you going to do a CB7? I don't think I'll do a chassis of a CB7 because it's quite large and a little bit heavy and not much support for it. But the CB7 engine, the F22A, you know that's my engine of choice when it comes to sport compact drag racing in natural aspiration. Uh, that engine is what I use as a proof of concept. That's how highly I think of the CB7 and its power plant. Is I use it as my personal proof of concept that you can take an engine that has no aftermarket support, design components, and make a ton of reliable power with it. So that being said, I love CB7s and their power plants. What Honda swap would you recommend for 94 Prelude with parts availability and reliability? K24, A, by all means. K swap in a Prelude would be awesome. And it has a ton of aftermarket support. And not so bad nowadays, you know? TDC was saying, odd question, preferred silicone sealant. Not an odd question. As a matter of fact, that's a very good question. Um, Permatex makes this thing that's known as, uh, it's like this black silicone, and it's like a RTV black. And I was turned on to that by the guys from TRD. So one of our accounts was Toyota Racing Development. They would bring cars to our facility, even shut down our dyno for a full week and rent it out. And for many, many years, I used Honda Bond and RTV Gray and so on and so forth. They're like, no, no, no. This Permatex RTV Black, that's the one to use. And you may think I'm crazy, but I use it on everything um, that are Honda-based. To my Porsche builds, yes. Even my air-cooled Porsche engines. I don't use the old adhesives and sealants. Those things don't hold synthetics at all. Especially a good synthetic like Pure, like what I use. So I use RTV Black from Permatex even with my air-cooled engine builds. So that's my choice. And the engineers are right. It's a very good compound. Very good compound indeed. Project SI, greetings, good seeing you, you know. Kevin is saying K might be the way to go, but B is king. And you know what? Um, you laugh, but that is a good point. When you think of what is the small block Chevy engine of the Honda World is the B series. But honestly, um, the K is a superior head, can make more power, has a lot of market support. It's quite readily available nowadays. And the Bs are getting harder and harder to find, especially if you want something very special. You know, the next Porsche build, the one that I would say we finished first, would be this 935 concept vehicle. Uh, you'll see the AM induction booth, AM cannon booth in Central Heart at SEMA. You may have seen a little sneak peek at the Luftecult event that happened at Universal Studios recently, a couple months ago. You may have seen a slight pre loop party that happened at Race Service. So, this car is going to have absolutely amazing engineering when it comes to internal combustion it is the most advanced Porsche I have ever laid hands on and it's going to look sound and drive amazingly well 
that's what we have coming. That's the very next portion that we finished at our facility. You know? Uh, yeah, you're right. You see, this thing that, um, that the RTV Black is usually more cost-effective than the fancy ones. You're absolutely correct. And I use that. You know the RTV Black for Pimatex that has a little tube that you can just open the nozzle? You can cut the tip off, open the nozzle, and adjust the flow? That's what I use. I love that thing. That thing is fantastic, you know? Legends of King has an excellent question. He asked, hey, BC, what's your thought slash experience with WPC treatment on cranks and bearings? I've had amazing experiences. Now, before I started using Purell, I used to use another brand, and I had a lot of challenges with some breakdown, especially when running exotic fuels. And my crankshaft was looking a little, you know, during that 16 and a half to one compression, almost 17 to one compression on those engines, even aluminum rods, left a little bit to be desired when it came to that particular lubricant I used and it breaking down so easily with exotic alcohol-based fuels. So I'd had to maybe every season pull down my engine and polish things up and do bearings. And for a long time, Izumi, who's the owner of WPC, would see me at PRI, Performance Racing Industry Show. It was in Orlando at the time before I went to Indy. Would see me at SEMA and he'd show me this thing about sliding a, like this a metal pill a, a, across a disc that had half on treatment, half treatment, it would slide it easier on the WPC treated area. He'd show me this, this, this journal with a barrel and it would spin it and it would spin so easily. And I thought it was like, you know, snake oil, like a little show. I didn't believe in it until he showed me a white paper. He showed me a paper which was an SAE document that Honda was involved with. And after I read that document, I said, I want to try it. And I did. So I treated camshafts, rockers, bearings, and also the crankshaft. And this thing is absolutely fantastic. It's absolutely, it's, it's, even with that substandard lubricant, it got much better. And then when I switched over to Purell, it was just amazing. Just a match made in heaven. So I'm a true believer about that. DMark3 saying, I'm the man. Thank you so much. Appreciate the kind words. Pretty, appreciate that indeed, you know. What is the difference between the DC5 ITR head and the Type S? Well, slight differences in cross-sectional area. You can get both to flow properly if you get the a proper head porting facility that has access to a flow bench. But in factory form, slightly different cross-sectional areas. Then, in addition to that, the camshafts are quite different. So that being said, um, the castings, I think they're quite similar, but there's some cross-sectional area differences there. Thank you, Legends of King. Appreciate that indeed. Thank you indeed. Oh, wow. It is, wow, time is flying. It's almost, time is it? Almost two o'clock here. But guys, once again, thank you so much. I'm here in uh, San Francisco. Just arrived, heading over to Silicon Valley, where I'll be uh, interacting with a group of individuals, both from government and tech, about the future of mobility and how engineering plays a very strong role in that and how quality of life can improve significantly using some renewable technology and energy, which is pretty exciting indeed. You know, What is my daily driver? Right now it's like a, a truck. <laughs> but um, you, know, you, you may be surprised about what I drive daily. Would you be shocked to know that I drive a 2017 Hyundai Ioniq Hybrid? Not because it's the fastest thing in the world, not because it's the most attractive car in my fleet. I just love the technology. I just love the seamless hybrid technology that Hyundai put into that. 
Plus, I did some arrow changes to that that makes it look really strange, like a weird looking car, but I like that a lot. So that's my daily. Um, what will I be driving this coming weekend when I get back? My blue 911, the one I posted up this morning on Instagram. That is what I'm gonna drive indeed. Hello, the 911 page. You mad, a man, good seeing you as well. Oh, thank you so much, Kevin. He said, um, it's not actually that bad looking, thank you. As a matter of fact, of all the hybrids, I think the Ionic, um, hybrids as in commercially available commuter hybrids, I think is the most attractive one, period. I mean, when it comes to performance hybrids, of course, I love the NSX. I think that thing is really badass, you know? Um, what's in the mystery box in Pura? In the mystery box? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I have no idea, Blush Shuttle. I mean, Pura's my living on a choice. I love their compound, but I don't know what the mystery box is. If they're doing some kind of special promotion, I don't, I don't know about that. I'll look it up. 918 is awesome, but actually out of the price range of a lot of people. The... NSX offers the performance and technology of a 918, um, of a P1, and dare I say the Enzo, with six figures, which is pretty cool, you know? Question, says DMark3, do you think a 1JZ VVTi with upgraded valve train and cams but stock block will make serious horsepower? Yes. It also depends on what your definition of serious is. So, some people, serious is 500 plus, which is still a handful. Remember what we did with Vin's car from uh, uh, Hoonigan? He made north of 500 on that. Um, it gets very knock sensitive on, on 91, so you can push too much past 400 safely. But on E85, you can have a lot of fun. Or is your basis of serious power 1,000 horsepower? You can push it. It won't last forever. But yes, you can. And I love variable valve timing on Toyotas, especially the, the 1J. Some tuners don't know how to use it. They don't know the frequency for the solenoid. They don't know how to tune it. It's a massive opportunity. You can gain as much as 100 wheel horsepower tuning that in mid-range at high boost levels. So by all means, take full advantage of it. And ladies, Mantler, great seeing you and the team this past weekend at the Museum of Flying in Santa Monica. That was really great seeing you. And I love your support. Thank you so much. And I look forward to you guys having great business from now into many, many years in the future, you know? Blackcom of Tiki says, I completely forgot to ask, how were you able to get involved with EA for the no, um, need for speed in 2015? That's a great question. It was, they reached out to us. It was literally a code call. I thought it was a joke. But in that game, they reached out to, I think there were nine influencers. <coughs> or people they thought were leaders in the automotive scene. So I was under the, I was in the company, I should say, excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. I was in the company of people like Ken Block, Magnus Walker, Nakai from RWB, Larry Chen. There were some great heavy hitters there. And it's so interesting, Magnus Walker and I were on the same flight from LAX to the UK, to, uh, to our Heathrow. And uh, we got to know each other very well during that 11 or so hour flight. He's a great guy. And uh, we hit off very nice, became good friends, and we've done some good cross-pollination. And guess what? You're gonna see even more in this coming season. Magnus and I are going to do some really crazy stuff, so stay tuned, you know? SimEG with K24, what upgrades would you recommend? Very easy. You want something very straightforward, boost the thing. If you have the space, turbocharge it. <coughs> if you're limited with space, and you want something where you don't have to worry too much about heat management, supercharging. You can really make 400 wheel horsepower on that stock block all day reliably with a good tune. If you plan on going bananas, build it. And you don't have to even port the head, but definitely your proper valve job, competition of course, 
a breach of valve train, we can help with that. You can even keep your stuff shots. You can definitely upgrade the pistons and rods because those rods are pretty thin. Sleeve the block or go with some kind of advanced means of stabilizing your cylinders and get a proper engine, I mean it, a proper engine management solution. I love AEM Infinity because it offers me all the benefits of Motec without the cost. That's my thing, you know? D Mark III saying, time the best. Thank you so much for the kind words. And he said, thanks for the advice. I appreciate that indeed. So guys, um, once again, I apologize for being tardy to this uh, interaction with you today. But I'm gonna head over, uh, take a, an Uber, <laughs> since I'm meeting with them, over to my quarters. And I'll keep you abreast of what we do, um, which is great. And Legends of King, to look at that, um, uh, to get more insight on the dwell time and long run. Let's talk about that next time. Let me, let me hop on this uh, transportation and head over to the hotel. But guys, thank you so much for being great supporters. I look forward to seeing you soon and seeing you when we get back to Los Angeles. Have a great one, guys. Take care. Cheers.